This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. Jim, what are we seeing taking place on the grains? We've got a little bit of mixed market overnight, Mark. We've got the corn and wheat a little bit under pressure. Beans have a little bit of strength continuing their rebound yesterday. Technically, the beans went down to some critical June level lows, scored right before the June quarterly grain stock report, bounced off of that quite well. Had a nice, decent close yesterday, a little bit of follow-through tonight or t- this morning so far. Jim, what are we seeing with some of the export sales that we've seen recently to um, other countries? What is that signifying right now? Well, hopefully it signifies we are seeing some sales. Uh, nothing massive, but we are seeing China come in and buy beans off and on. The big surprise was they came in and bought some soft red wheat yesterday. I can't remember the last time I saw China buy wheat. So that's a good sign that we are, at least on some of these products, that we're finally getting um, comparably priced to the rest of the world and starting to see some demand, which is really important because the reality is no matter how you look at sales, either just the raw sales data or the inspection data, the fact of the matter is we're just not selling the products that we need to meet the government's anticipated demand. So even if, per se, they lower the crop a little bit smaller in next week's report, the fact is that you say, hey, wow, that may be bullish, but if we don't have the product there and the government's overstating demand, what they'll do is they'll just revise that demand lower and you'll keep your your carryout at essentially a bearish price level, which would be negative pricing. Jim, I know you're always keeping a close eye on the weather. What's the outlook right now for harvest and how much farmers are going to be able to get done here in the short term? And then also what we're doing to help out hopefully some of those river levels with some rainfall in the forecast potentially. Right now, I know Iowa caught some rain last night. Um, that cold front is moving across the Midwest here in Chicago. It's still, we got one more beautiful day left here, but rain comes in tonight, tomorrow, and then we cool down. But the big problem right now is this rain, like I said, it may knock us out for a day or two of harvest, but it's just not enough to change these river levels. And that is still the very, very big problem out there because these low, low river levels are transpiring into really bad basis for producers. And then it also has become a problem of hindrance of getting maybe product down the river, but also fertilizer back up as we try to get the fall applications. So uh, the reality is we don't want to see some rain delays for harvest, but the fact of the matter is we do need some rain delays because uh, this river level uh, is really become a, is becoming a crisis very soon. Very and, quick, excuse me. And Jim, how does that relationship work? I know that it costs more to ship because fewer ships can go down the river when the levels are low, but does any little bit of moisture help as far as raising that level up because they can just get a little bit more traffic going and that lowers the price? Exactly. I mean, what you look at it, you can track it. As we get rain, the river levels will rise, the little river levels will fall, depending on how much rain we get. But right now, the biggest problem is just look at the drought monitor. I mean, the Iowa, Illinois, the I states are still under a relatively intense drought. So when we drew drop, when you do drop maybe a half inch inch of rain, how much of it's actually even going to make it into the river system? It's very little at this point in time. So unfortunately, it looks like it is going to take some time to refill these rivers. Now, we went through this last year, but we did it toward the latter part of fall harvest back in the latter part of October, and the rivers did fill up. So eventually, we would anticipate that to do that, but it's going to take time. We are, as I said, starting to see a change in the in the weather. Uh, we've had just phenomenally warm weather here the last couple of weeks across all the Midwest. It does look like that's changed, and we're getting more back to what I'd call football weather here uh, midweek and all the way into next week, it looks like. On the other side of the ag marketplace and the livestock complex, Jim, I know it was a tough day for the cattle yesterday. What are we looking at with the livestock complex? Well, right now, hopefully we get a little bit of a uh, bounce back. Like the October dogs, or excuse me, October cattle fell 
to the 50-day moving average and held it, but the December cattle took it out. We'll see. I mean, what you're seeing right now is still a battle of very tight supply. We know the tight supply is there, and that's been holding the market up. But the market's getting very, very jittery about the economy as a whole. Interest rates continue to work higher on the 10-year note. That's got people talking about another rate hike by the Fed here later on this year. The odds of that are up to about 30% right now. That has got the consumer sentiment, spending sentiment declining, and that has the demand fears kind of creeping in and essentially overwhelming the tight supply situation we're in, at least at the moment. What were your takeaways from the latest hogs and pigs report where the data was a little bit different than we were expecting to see? Right now, I think the biggest problem you can see in general is we've got too much pork. However you want to slice it, there's too much pork. The market's goal now is to you know, kind of dive down low enough to essentially stimulate some of that demand. Um, you know, hopefully we can see maybe some China purchases. China is down on vacation right now. Uh, but, you know, hopefully this break here we've seen will kind of uh, invigorate some of these exports. But right now, that's the goal of the market right now, at least on the hogs, is try to stimulate demand where the cattle markets essentially kind of ration demand with these higher prices. Speaking of demand, Jim, when it comes to the cattle price and how that relates at the grocery store, we know the prices have gone up there as well, but it's not like pork and poultry are exactly cheap. So have anyone turned away from beef to potentially choose another protein, or is it just in line with what we would normally see in people choosing their preference, I guess, based on what they want to buy? I think I have heard and read some anecdotal evidence that people are being shifted away from the beef, trying to find some a little bit a little bit cheaper protein, plain and simple, trying to stretch that dollar. We know inflation has really become a problem over the last year, year and a half. People are feeling pinched by it right now. The economy is definitely kind of a little bit softer than a lot of people want. So people are trying to find the best ways to stretch that dollars, and some of it is moving away from the higher beef cuts and maybe going to uh, pork or some other lower cut. He is Jim McCormick of agmarket.net, our guest here today. Jim, thank you so much for the time. What's the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? You can reach me directly at 815-665-0461. Reach any of the Ag Market team members at 844-424-6758. Jim McCormick of agmarket.net, our guest here today. Jim, thank you for the time as always, and have a great week. The same to you. That was Jim McCormick with agmarket.net. It's time now for a check of the numbers. December corn down three and three quarters at 483 and three quarters. November soybeans down one and a half at 1271 and a quarter. October soybean meal up 30 cents at 363.50. October soybean oil down 40 cents at 59.05. Chicago wheat down 11 and a quarter at 586 even. Minneapolis wheat down nine and three quarters at 715 and three quarters. Kansas City hard red wheat down 10 and a quarter at 673 even. March oats up two and three quarters at 454 and a half. On the Merck, December live cattle up seven cents at 185.72. November feeder cattle up 55 cents at 250.90. December lean hogs up 32 cents at 69.40. December pork cutout down 62 cents at 79.22. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. <laughs>